Welcome to the Mini Sports Talk podcast, and this is our very first episode. This is Austin here. So glad that you have chosen to listen today. And to start off our first episode, we are so excited um, to be, especially if you're a Minnesota sports fan, to be talking about your first place best record in the major leagues, Minnesota Twins. And before we get that, I just want to introduce our channel here, Minnesota Sport. Mini Sports Talk podcast. Uh, what we're gonna, what we're all about here in this channel. Ninety percent of the time, we're just gonna be talking, probably just about the three main sports in my mind. Uh, the ones that I follow pretty well are the Minnesota Vikings, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Minnesota Twins, as we'll be talking about today in the podcast. And then we'll kind of just talk about some other things too um, while they're happening. I'll probably talk about the NBA Finals here. I'm not talking about the Timberwolves and one of the Timberwolves shows, so I'm, I'll probably do that tomorrow. I'm looking at not maybe not daily videos, but probably like three or four podcasts every week as uh, we want to kick this off and just have content there, even if it's only five listeners at a time. Um, for the for, for the first while, hopefully, um, my content's good enough where. Thousands and thousands of people will listen to it eventually, and I'm just going to go for it. I think it's a really, really uh, interesting uh, concept of doing podcasts. I really enjoy just talking about Minnesota sports, um, and if you're a Minnesota sports fan, it's just pretty much nat- natural. We <laughs> we could all do podcasts, but I'm going to do it anyways, and in today's episode, like I said, um, no better way to talk about our Minnesota sports than the best Minnesota sports team right now. The Minnesota uh, Twins, um, the Vikings are doing all right for themselves. Timberwolves, uh, we'll get to that later, probably in tomorrow's video. Um, we talk about the finals, but uh, like I said early on in the video, your first place Minnesota Twins and the best record in the major leagues. So we're just gonna in today's episode, we're just gonna be t- overviewing the the year um, just briefly. From my point of view, and then we're gonna get into um, just some other things. Right now, it's June third, um, as I am up, as I am recording this, and right now, hopefully, this is still um, relevant. But Keuchel, Dallas Keuchel, former starting pitcher for the Houston Astros and relief pitcher Craig Kimbrell from the Red Sox are free agents now. They've been free agents since the winter, but now. The teams can offer them contracts where they do not lose draft picks, and everybody is expecting them to be gone either on Monday or Tuesday of this week. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I'll get into that a little bit later and see who I think the Twins should go after, one or both of them or neither. Um, I'll get that on later in the episode. So we'll talk about that, and then we're about a month and a half away from the trade deadline um, kind of the, that bulk of the trade deadline. The last two weeks of July are always interesting after the All-Star game. Seeing what the biggest playoff teams are going to do to get ahead of each other. And we'll see what your Minnesota Twins will do. What Derek Felvey and Thad Levine will do with the roster and what they need to improve. Um, I'll have some thoughts on that. See what we can do. Um, but So yeah. Um, thank, thanks again for listening, and here we go. We're just going to get into it. Um, as a as a longtime Twins fan, 
Um, I'm only 21, so I, the, the the years of the Twins being good are very, very minimal. Uh, 2015, or 17, sorry, they made the playoffs. Um, the, the one year, I think it was 2015 with Torrey Hunter had that one year. That was a, they went 80-82, and then basically the other, when the, the prime years of Mauer and Morneau, um, but they never got past the Yankees. Um, so that, that's been kind of the pinnacle of the Minnesota Twins in my life. I, I wasn't alive to experience uh, 87 and 91 for the Twins. Would have been cool to do that, but um, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty okay with uh, talking about the Twins right now as they are the best team in baseball. So just kind of review the year in my kind of in my lens here. Um, I got the roster and the stats all pulled up, and I'm just gonna just kind of pull away some things. Um, just um, things that are why why the Twins are doing so well. Um, the first thing I kind of make three points. Um, make them relatively short. Um, I think the number one reason why the Twins are so successful right now. Um, we can talk about the home runs. We can talk about the offense, but starting pitching is definitely the best thing that the twin the best starting rotation the Twins have had. Um, for a long, long time, um, I, I I heard something on a, another podcast. Um, I forget what it's called. Um, but anyways, they they were talking about how this year's twin team um, starting rotation is the first one in the past ten years that had been above average in ERA, and I believe they're third right now in ERA. So I think that's the biggest reason why the Twins. Um, are doing so well. The starters are going into, they're giving us six, seven innings in a lot of games, um, which is like, oh, what the heck? Because um, back in the day, like, you'd want pitchers to go seven or eight, but the Twins, um, the times have changed through the bullpen and whatnot. But the Twins starters have been phenomenal for the most part. Uh, Jose Brios, he is the Minnesota Twins ace. He's been doing really well this year. The last four starts hasn't been doing too great, um, but he's been he he he's, he's going to bounce back. He's on track to win twenty games this year. Um, next on the list, number two, whatever. But Kyle Gibson, he's been doing all right. The first month he was really really uh, out of it. Um, if you guys remember, he had a sickness in the off season. It took him a while. It um, took him out of most of spring training. Um, but Gabby in the last four starts, he has been doing pretty well. The slider, or his outpitch has been is looking really, really nice. Um, so looking forward to seeing Gibby. And then the next one on my list is Martin Perez. Um, the Twins wouldn't be where they were are right now without Martin Perez. Um, they'd probably be first, but just kind of being the best team in baseball, Martin Perez has been phenomenal. Um, he, I'm just gonna look up the stats to make sure I'm right. Um, he's doing super, super well. Um, he is, uh, oh, here we go, pitching. He is, right now, he is, where are you, Perez? All right, here. He's 7-2 right now with a 3.71 ERA, which is pretty, pretty good. Um, especially from a, a three, three, four pitcher for you. 
Um, the average, 0.248, which is uh, not that great. Um, 1.4 whip, which is pretty pretty okay. Um, but he's he's kept us in games. He's pitched really well, especially the first um, two months. He I, I'm pretty sure he like he's been like five and one or six and one for um, most of the year. And then he recently had that lost um, the last game against the Brewers. Or no, not the Brewers. It's either the Brewers or the, the Rays. I, oh, it's the Rays. Yeah, definitely the Rays. Um, but he's been doing pretty well. Um, lot, lot, lot. There's, there's not much you can really ask for. Um, he's doing super well. I think, uh, seven and two. That's like it's pretty good. Um, and then next, um, we'll get to. Uh, I want to do Odorizzi last. Um, so we'll go into Gibson. I already talked about Gibson. My bad. So we are on. Uh, Jake Odorizzi. Um, I'm not gonna really talk about Pineda. Um, I just, he's just, uh, I don't really want to talk about him, but Jake Rizzi, uh, he has been doing nuts. He is looking like a Cy Young candidate for the Twins. He's 8-2 with a 1.96 ERA, um, batting, opponent, opponent batting average 0.181, super good. The whip under one, which is nuts. Good to see that. And yeah, Odorizzi has been really, really good for the Twins, and I, I, I really think he can. I, I think it's pretty sustainable for him to win um, about 20 games. I don't know if he'll win Cy Young just because of Justin Verlander. I think he might win it. He's pitching very well, and that guy from the Yankees, uh, Danielle Garman, I believe his name is. He's pitching very well. Um, but good to see Odorizzi um, really paying off that trade that we did last year. Had a horrendous. 2018 season but came back this year um so yeah and then so that's kind of a recap of pitching and then offensively um we could probably talk all half an hour on hitting but um just kind of the three main guys to our success um (laughs) it's really hard to put it down to three um but one polanco he's looking like an al mvp candidate he's hitting 338 He's, uh, his OPS is .989, slugging .584, which is pretty well. Uh, nine home runs, 30 RBIs. And he, I think he's second in the American League now with uh, the average. He's doing super well. Uh, then secondly, who's kind of really been helping, um, Max Kepler. Let's talk about Max Kepler here. Max Kepler, the stats aren't super sexy, but he's been he's been raking the ball. He I think he's finally coming out. He's I don't think he's ever going to be a a 280 290 hitter. Um, I think right now where he's at is pretty sustainable for him. He's hitting um, 262 OPS 842 um, 13 uh, sorry 12 bombs 36 RBIs. I think that's super good for Kepler. And having him off the leadoff, I think, is really, really kind of re energizing his career. Um, we, we could have gone through so many more people than Kepler, but for me, Kepler is really interesting. I just, I never th- had a high ceiling on Kepler. I, I, I was just like, oh, he's just going to be the the holder for Alex Kirloff for the next couple of years. But with the contract extension, um, that's looking super well. The first two guys just got the. Contract extension, Polanco and Kepler, those are looking like 
Some very, very smart moves from the Twins front office. And then third, um, I could talk about Rosario um, or Crone um, or Scope. Scope's been doing really well. Our Garver, the catchers have been doing really well. Um, let's go. Let's go. CJ Crone. Uh, CJ Crone. He's looking like a pretty decent pickup uh, for the Twins. Thirteen home runs, thirty-eight RBIs. He his average is has been bumped. Um, today it's uh, two seventy-five OPS, um, eight seven three. So he's been he's doing. I think he's been doing nuts. I'm um, having that power at first base. Um, we've had Joe Maurer there. Uh, for for a long time, I love Joe. I'm a big Joe fan. I actually, I actually kind of wish he was around to be on this team. But Crone, I'm um, having that power option, and and he has pr- improved defensively so much. So really good to see that from TJ Crone. And um, obviously those aren't the three like Polanco's obviously the number one contributor on offense, um, besides Rosario. But the other two guys, I just want to kind of to touch on. Just because they've really, really impressed me, especially with my doubts on Crone and Kepler, um, I've been doing pretty well, and the Twins, the Twins bench has been doing pretty well. Andreanza, he's been doing really well. He's had some really clutch hits. He had that uh, home run off Verlander. We won that really close game, one zero. That was a really, really good game to watch. Verlander versus uh, Odorizzi. Uh, Ostadio, he he was raking the first two weeks. Uh, lately, he's been doing ah, uh, uh, he he needs to fix on some stuff, but we're not gonna talk about him too much. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna right now we're gonna include Marwin Gonzalez on the bench. Um, he's been starting at third base for Snow. Um, he's playing outfield. He's doing pretty well. He's gonna go into that super utility role now once Nelson Cruz comes back. I'm really gonna really gonna be interesting. Um, seeing the playing time and the, the lineups with him. Um, and Garver, I don't know who you pick as your backup catcher, but Garver and Castro, they've been killing it. Garver, uh, he's, he, he if he didn't get injured, he, he just might have snuck into the All-Star game. Uh, he still might. Um, he, he had a chance to, he had a chance to start in it. Um, but I think that's going to go to Gary Sanchez now. Um, but really good bright spot seeing Garver and Castro step up and get some big hits and really just manage the rotation. And then thirdly, um, the biggest reason why we've done really well, um, I'm going to go to Rocco Baldelli and Wes Johnson, our pitching coach and our head coach. Um, Rocco, he is the youngest manager in the major leagues, I believe, and he's really, really just kind of learned, and he's been a fast learner. He's managed the bullpen really well the last month. And there's a lot to say about Wes Johnson, obviously, turning the Twins team, who's notorious for bad starting rotation, and have turned them into a top three rotation. And they have took in uh, main, the main two in Martin Perez and Jake Odorizzi, and they've really made them very good pitchers. And really good to see um, really good coaches in the Twins Twins team. So I'm really excited um, seeing Rocco Baudelli as a manager and Wes Johnson as a pitching coach. They've done a really good job. And and this guy is so undercredited even by me right now. But James Rousen, the hitting coach, he's been doing phenomenal. 
um, with Kepler and Buxton. Um, I think Sano, like Sano's been doing pretty well. I think he's going to even be even better. Um, Sculp, he regenerated. So, so big shout out to them three guys. And obviously there's a lot more that you can thank um, for the, this great twin season. But those three guys um, have a lot to do with that. So really good to see that. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of a brief overview. Um, really, really fun to watching these twins. And so, um, like I said, at the time of this recording, it's Monday, June 3rd. And right now, um, Jake, or not Jake Odorizzi, but Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell are on, are available. Um, the Star Tribune just had a, uh, article saying that the Twins are pretty, pretty, pretty big suitors in those, in those races for Kimbrell and Keuchel. Um, my view on that, I think Craig Kimbrell would be uh, an amazing addition to the Twins bullpen. The Twins bullpen need it. Uh, they've gone through so many relievers bes- um, besides of Rogers, Ryan Harper, and Blake Parker. Um, relievers have been kind of shuffling up and down for the most part. Um, if you add uh, Kimbrel to that rotation, I think, or sorry, to the bullpen, I think that really, really is going to help you out. I think it's worth it. Uh, give him the money he wants. Um, maybe not the five-year contract, but maybe a two-year contract with a team option for a third year. I would be pretty comfortable with that because uh, we have the money. We we really do have the money for him. And Kimbrel with Rogers and Blake. If, if Blake Parker wasn't Blake Parker has been really really good. I just don't think he is the late inning guy that the Twins want facing uh, the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Rays or the Astros in the postseason. So getting Kimbrell there I think would be really, really huge. And I look into that, getting Kimbrell and then just getting one guy, even another relief arm and then a starter um, for the trade deadline, um, Dallas Keuchel. I, I just... Ah, It'd be cool to see Dallas Keuchel. I think he he definitely improves his team. He's an improvement over Michael Pineda, um, but it's gonna take him a while to get to get going. He probably won't be able to start games until July. Um, yeah, like I, I won't be mad if we sign Dallas Keuchel, but just I don't think he really puts you over the hump. Uh, I don't. He might he might be the third best pitcher on this team. He just might be, but I think we just kind of, if we're going to get a starter, I think we need to get an ace. Um, so I'm all in on Kimbrel. I'd be very, very happy if Kimbrel signs with the Twins, and if he doesn't, I, it's not the end of the world. I think there's there's some better options. There are maybe not better options, but there's very affordable and really kind of interesting um, guys in the trade market. Um... So let's get into that. Um, before we talk about the trade market, let's go over the standings here. Um, we're going to do the AL here first. So the AL Central, your Minnesota Twins right now on June 3rd, are leading the AL Central at 11.5 games, the largest um, division lead in the majors. Uh, the Cleveland Indians and the White Sox are tied for second. 
Um, the Indians have been terrible. The rest of the division has been really bad. Um, Cle- I expect Cleveland to probably finish at over 500. Um, I just th- their pitching is too good to not finish very well. Um, once they get Clevenger and Kluber back, I think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna overthrow the Twins, but I think they might finish 83, 81, somewhere around there, or maybe just 500. Um, they're not going to the playoffs. I think three teams from the AL East. Houston and Minnesota is probably going to be uh, in the playoff picture. Um, so, AL East, the Yankees are have a two and a half game lead over the Yan- are the Rays. Um, the Yankees are doing very very well without Giancarlo, without Aaron, Aaron Judge, without Didi Gregorius, uh, and once those guys gets back and Luis Severino, um, they're going to be they're going to be a team to mess with. They're not going to be or they're not going to be a team to mess with. Um, it's going to be a very, very challenging opponent if we have to face them, which probably is going to happen, just knowing the Minnesota Twins. Um, yeah, I, th- I, think the, I think the Yankees are definitely, um, they're, I think they're actually going to be the best team in baseball, um, which is an unpopular opinion. Uh, most people would say Houston. Um, but once the Yankees get those guys back, their lineup is so deep, and their pitching is so deep. They have Severino, uh, Daniel Gurman, then they have CC, then they have J-Hap, and they have James Paxton. That pitching rotation in that lineup is nuts. Um, then the Rays, which we just won three out of four with, um, they got a good lineup. Um, we didn't we didn't face any of their good pitchers. We didn't face Snell, and we didn't face um, Glass. Now, um, we did face Charlie Martin, and he he gave the Twins fits in that three to fourteen loss we had. Um, the Red Sox are very interesting. Chris Sale, he uh, he's been doing he's doing better the last month, um, but he has a one in, I believe a one in six uh, record. Um, <laughs> very un, un Chris Sale like, very very interesting to watch. Um, but I expect the Boston Red Sox to be um, in the wild card. I think they edge out the White Sox or Cleveland or um, even the Texans who are who are not playing too bad. Um, AL West, then you got the Houston Astros eight and a half games um, above the Rangers. Houston um, probably that second best team right now. They're the first. Um, like I said, once the Yankees get back, I think they're second. Um, they're doing very well. Justin Verlander's doing really well. Garrett Cole uh, leading the league in strikeouts. Um, Houston's going to be a team to mess with. I think the AL the AL is going to be very interesting to watch. If it's Minnesota versus Houston or New York versus Houston, I think it's going to be really, really interesting to watch. So um, that's the AL. And then the NL, we have um, the NL East, um, Philadelphia, and Atlanta are fighting for the top two spots. Philadelphia has a game lead right now. Um, and the NL Central, I think this is a very, very, uh, it's going to be a very, very interesting um, division. Got the Cubs, the Brewers, um, the Pirates, and the Cardinals, I think, are going to be, have a very legitimate shot of winning that division. 
Um, but right now, Milwaukee has a one-and-a-half game lead over the Cubs. In the NL West, the Los Angeles Dodgers, who have the most wins in baseball, not the best record percentage-wise, but the most wins. The Dodgers, they looking very good. They're starting pitching um, with Rue and uh, obviously Clayton Kershaw and then uh, Maeda, I think his name is, and then Walker Bueller. They're 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 probably gonna win. It's gonna be a very I think I think it's gonna be um, whoever wins the AL and the Dodgers in the World Series. <coughs> Dodgers doing very well. Obviously Cody Bellinger has been doing really, really insane things this year. Um all that said, um I I'm looking at kind of the bottom teams and what um kind of the sellers during free agency um, in that last two weeks of July, and seeing what the Twins could pull from there, and some some interesting things that I'm going to kind of bring up. Um, one thing offensively, I think we could do. Um, I don't think we'll do anything offensively, but if we did, I think there's kind of an option that I really like. Um, I see in the NLEs here. I see the Washington Nationals. Um, this isn't Brian Dozier, but I see Anthony Rendon. Who plays third base? And if you're if you're the Minnesota Twins, you need to upgrade um, in positions that are weak. Um, Sano, um, I don't, I just, I'm not sold on Sano. He's been doing pretty well. But if you have, if you ask me, who do you want for the 2019 playoffs? I want Anthony Rondon over Miguel Sano or Marvin Gonzalez. So if we could trade Miguel Sano to the to the Nationals and Maybe another uh, minor leaguer for Anthony Rendon. I would do it. Um, th- that's kind of the only offensive thing that is somewhat. It's not somewhat realistic, but maybe like it says a percentage of chance of happening. Um, besides that, I don't think there's not really anything major. I don't think the Twins could. They could go for maybe another outfielder, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen. But um, pitching wise. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with that same team, Washington Nationals. I look at Sean Doolittle. I think Doolittle would be a, definitely a, a big trade candidate for the Minnesota Twins. Um, he hasn't been doing the greatest this year, but I think um, once you are with a competitive team, you can you kind of have like more of a an angst to get to the ballpark and pitch. And I think that'll definitely I think I think that that makes the Twins bullpen better. Getting Sean Doolittle. Um, some other teams. Kind of interesting. Um, San Francisco Giants are interesting to me. Um, with Madbum, if Madbum is available, which in in all likelihood that's the that's the vibe that he is available. I think for the right price, I would go after Madbum. Um, I'm not I'm not thinking of trading Royce Lewis or Kirloff or even Gatterall. Um, but anyone else for for Mad Bum, I, I would I would consider definitely. I think he I think he definitely he's not been doing the greatest this year. But I th- again, when when you're on a losing ball club, and sometimes, especially I think Mad Bum, he's just built for the playoffs. He's shown it. Um, the Giants have won World Series with Mad Bum, three of them, and I think he helps the. Twins instantly, and 
October, when you have, uh, I think when you have that top three of Mad Bum, Barrios, and Jake Rizzi, I think that I think that that goes head to head with the Yankees. That goes head to head with the Astros. And I, I, I I'm actually very, very, I, I, I'm a very big favor of that. Um, so in, in the American League, <clears throat> things I can, can I can look at here. Um, Detroit has Shane Green, which I think the Twins could go after. Cleveland, I think they might. I think they're going to be sellers, and if they get rid of Trevor Bauer, um, and if they want to be dumb enough to give him to Minnesota, I would take that. On um, Baltimore, had Michael Gibbons. Um, he would be definitely uh, a plus in the bullpen. Um, Seattle and Oakland, I don't know if they have. I don't know what they have bullpen wise. I don't think they have anything really. Um. Oh, but the Rangers, <clears throat> the Rangers will see if they're sellers, but Mike Miner has been doing very, very well. Uh, he's definitely a trade candidate. I believe he's 7-1. and one. He's at, And he has like, he's like top five in the lowest ERA in the, in the majors. Um, that's definitely something to look at for the Twins. So it'd be kind of interesting what the Twins do at the trade deadline. There's obviously more options for the Twins to look at than just the ones that I mentioned, but those are the kind of the ones that are kind of popular that things that will happen or not will happen but are a pretty good probability of being something that the twins would consider doing uh if cleveland especially if cleveland sells uh, i think the twins go all in and they just destroy that division and they get the best record in baseball and they want to play the Rays or the red sox in the wild card game um very, very interesting. Um, twins. Twins, I think, are just... I think they're a couple of pieces away. I think they're, they had to go one and two, which means they had to get a, a starter. When I mean a starter, I don't think that's Dallas Keuchel. I think that's an ace. Um, this might be an unpopular opinion. Um, how I see the Twins rotation... Jose Barrios on a championship team right now. I'm not saying talent-wise he's an ace, but right now I think he's a two on a on a championship team. Jacob Rizzi, I think he's a three. I with the improvements that he had, I definitely think he's a three. And then we need that one if that's Mad Bum or Shane, not Shane Bieber, sorry, or Trevor Bauer. Or I don't know who else would be available that's in that upper echelon. Um, I don't know if the Mets would sell on DeGrom or not. Um, I'd be nuts. But the Twins need that. I think the lineup as is, I think, can compete with any... Obviously, they can compete with any offense in the postseason. They're probably the best behind the Yankees when they're at full strength. That'd be a very interesting series to watch. Twins Yankees. That's not a wild card game, but that's actually a series. Very, very interesting to watch. So, um, I think that's gonna be the end of my episode. Um, obviously, it's gonna get better. The podcast has kind of been. I felt like it's a little bit sloppy, but first one, just kind of get it out there. Um, I had a joy talking about the Twins. Obviously, it's really fun to talk about them. 
they are doing very well. And as we get into September, I look into seeing not only like, oh, are they going to make the playoffs? And I have to watch every game to like, oh, it's going to be it's a tight one. I think by September, it's going to be a breeze. They're going to be having uh, people like Ostadio and Arias and whoever from AAA play a lot of games and have people like uh, Cruz and Polanco, Barrios, um, Odorizzi rest for the playoff run. So that's what I, I kind of expect. I, I think even if the Twins come down to earth a little bit, they're going to run away with that division. Uh, just the Cleveland offense is just terrible. Uh, if they didn't have Carlos Santana, they would be so, so bad. So I don't look into really much from them. The White Sox, they, they might they might come in second. They just might. They got, I think, next year, the Twins got to watch out for them. Uh, especially when they bring up their, their pitching. Uh, very, very, very interesting next year. But um, that's the end of this podcast. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed some of my content. A uh, little bit rumbly, probably, like I said, a uh, little, 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 little kind of messed up a little bit here and there, but I had fun. So tune in to another episode. Uh, like I said, uh, early on in this video, probably tomorrow or the next day, talk about the finals and the Timberwolves. Um, as the draft approaches for them. Um, kind of talk about that. And then we'll probably talk about the Twins pretty soon. Thank you guys for listening. And hope to see you back.